when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hi, Andy. Hiya, Bob. Have you had a nice journey down? Well, I've got to apologise because I'm slightly late. You're 11, 17 um, minutes late? Yeah. Um, oh, do you think that makes the, me feel? The, the, the train driver had his dog with him, and he let it have a little go at driving. Oh, and he was a bit slow, wasn't well, he? Well, first time, apparently. You can't yeah. expect miracles, can you? Dogs can do anything if you put if you ask them to. Well, they're trainable, aren't they? Uh, absolutely. But this was his first go, so, you know... Let's not let's not castigate the hey, dog. Well, it's lovely to see you anyway. A bit of a bit of Christmassy spirit here in London. I think if you feel like Christmas is coming, do you reckon? I reckon, yeah. Mm. There's bits of bunting here <clears> and there, you know, and uh, Christmas puddings I, on billboards. I and saw shit someone like that. dressed as an elf when I went past the Costa. Did you? That was nice. Is Elf your favourite Christmas film? No, I don't like Elf very much. Have you seen it? Yes. Yeah, well, you liked it enough to see it to the end, though, didn't you? Didn't say I've seen it to the end. <laughs> I said I've seen a bit of it. Oh, I'd like to give you a name. Can I? Have I got a choice? Yeah, you've got a choice to throw. <coughs> go on, go for it. First one is Professor Litmus Tester. Mm. Do you like... Do you Sounds know intelligent, man. He is. No, you like that, don't you? Well, I'd like Very to adopt intelligent. that intelligence, yeah. No, he's got a, like, a little fleshy appendage. What is actually called uh, a chibble. Oh. Yeah, a chibble on his shin. And that changes colour when it's exposed to acids and alkalis, you know, like litmuses. Right. He stands in a bucket, though, when watching Aussie Rules football. Okay. So he's a bit quirky, isn't he, Andy? He sounds a bit complicated. Scrabble's McPaint Pot. That sounds more like it. Yay! His favourite Scrabble letters, right? He's had them engraved on his teeth, his yep. favourite ones. Yep. Yeah? And he's got pockets full of emulsion paint, yeah? yeah. Described by the local police as a known knobhead. <laughs> Ooh, you can't tempt it. It's fitting the bill. <laughs> um, finally, Farto Porco. Mm. Now, I thought that might appeal to you because it's a bit like Marco Polo Explorer, isn't it? Yeah, who I, I idolise. Yeah, I know you idolise him because he discovered the North West Passage. Passage. Yeah. Yes, Bob. So, anyway, he's a fat lad, right, right. who can part butter... Slabs. <laughs> Who can part butter slabs? Are you yeah. having a bit of bother there with your, your bottle top? Yeah, I am actually, yeah. Put me off. Sorry, I'll put the top down and I'll grasp the the bottle with real, like, ferocity. Vigour. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on. So Farto Porco is a fat lad who can part butter slabs with a single blast from his downpipe. Right. What do you reckon? Not him. Not him. No. Are you Ronnie Hot Dogs? Bit crude. Um, I'm going to stick with Ronnie Hot Dogs, I think. Fair enough. It's I've got three choices for you as well, but I haven't got long biographies. Go on them. then, Andrew. Give uh, me your chances. Johnny Corners. Yeah. 53. Hangs around on corners shouting at Nout. Okay. Uh, then you've got Essex David. He's 49. He's into sci-fi and lying to his mum. Has he had his eyebrows done? No. Okay. And then finally you've got Sir Bob Mortimer. Oh, I like 59. This. Mainly you, but even more up himself. 
Right, more up himself <laughs> yeah. than me. Yeah. Well, well I... due to the knighthood, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. Uh, I'm not allowed thin, Richmond, am I? No, that's gone so now. I'm, uh, that's do over. I revert back to yeah, honky tonk? Honky tonk, I'll be honky yeah. tonk. Then let's Ooh, go back to the old days. Call a straw to deal then. <laughs> so, hey, by the way, do you know Roy's here again? Is he? Yeah, he's is he coming in later on? So keep your eyes open for we'll him. We'll do. Um, this is a new section that's destined to only occur once <laughs> ever, yeah? And like it's, this, it's this question, Andrew, right? Mm. Do you know what whiffle means? Okay, now, whiffle. hold on. I'm going to give you the possibilities. This is kind of quiz. We'll but which challenge, one is it? it? Is a whiffle the sound of a slight wind, e.g. through loose lips when you're asleep? Oh. Is it a haircut worn by soldiers in the Second World War <laughs> featuring a rear fringe and a curled frontispiece? <laughs> Is it a perforated plastic ball for playing whiffle ball? Yeah. Is it the little mark you sometimes leave at the end of an arch when using a compass? Um, a any more? Is that it? It's, got, it's one of them. It's... And choices. are we calling this game What's a Whiffle? What's a Whiffle? <laughs> Hence it's one, one only appearance yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. I think it's the ball. You think it's the, the what? The ball, the whiffle, the, the whiffle, the, you think the it's slots the ball. in the ball or something. What well, did you, you say it was? You're kind of right because it were a bit of a trick question. Was it? It's all of those things. Is it? What a word, eh? Wow. Apart from... Apart from the little mark you leave when you use a compass, that's called a fucker. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because when you do it, yeah, and you've got a lovely arch, oh, and yeah. then you get that little that kick at the end. Ah, you fucker. fucker! That's what it's called. That's what it's called. Well, I enjoyed that immensely. Hey, do you live next door to Chris and Karen? No, I live next door to. Um, I shouldn't say. Well, I was talking to Chris and Karen up the Asda, and they reckon they live next door to you. Okay, and that's what they've said. And Chris reckons you've got your orchard in between their house and your house. Chris says he flies his drone over your garden now and again. Has a look. Yeah. He says last week you were digging with your top off. No, I do last have Friday. Top off a lot. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. maybe. He says you dug. He says you dug two holes and then you swapped the soil between them. Yeah. Filled them in. Yeah. You soil swapper. I am a soil swapper. Yeah. So Chris reckons. I love to bury mud. So I go collect it, then I bury it, mix it amongst my own mud. Yeah. And then I, it kind of becomes my mud. Yeah. And, like, you own it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What else can you get for free, really? Nothing. Birds. Birds are for free. No one's in charge of the birds. Have you noticed that? What, so if you reach up and grab one, it's yeah, yours? Yeah, it's yours. That's yeah. your bird, lad. Yeah. Have this. Yeah. Got it for you. It's a bird. Reminds me of Kez, that. Yeah. The little bird and that. But that's true, though. There's no one in charge of the birds, is there? I was looking at them the other day. And the trees. What about swans? <laughs> no I one's think. in charge of the trees. Queen's, anyway, this is Queen's in charge. Of, so I'll just go out to your dossier. Yeah. Lives next door to Chris and Karen. Okay, thank mm. you very well, much. I wasn't aware of that, but of course I have acres and acres of land between me and my neighbour. Chris didn't seem like a liar to me. <laughs> I don't think... Where did you meet him? In Asda? Just up the Asda, yeah. No one lies in Asda. Yeah, of course they don't. So, Sunderland, I was there last, um, last week. So I heard, yeah. And Christmas's uh, frenzies uh, and um, continuing. <laughs> so I heard this little conversation, which I thought you might like. Mm. She says, yeah, oh, Pamela, are you getting a Christmas tree this year, like? Mm, yeah. No, I've just made a big pyramid of blue drink bottles all stuck together with sticky glue that Ron nicked from Nissan. Mm. What about you, Pauline? 
No, I've just got a big inflatable cactus from the laughter shop. Oh. I've painted the tip red so it looks like an alien's plonker. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> so I overheard that. You're like, I overheard that. Dad, Dad, don't deny it. And you know they were playing a song in the um, retail Oh, I were they? And I thought I'd like to sing you this song. <laughs> what do you reckon? <laughs> you learned it, did you, when you were there? Oh, yeah. Well, and have you got the music as well? Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> really striking. See what you think. A blue drink, a night fight, have a dump under the mistletoe. Housewives in jeggings, nicking presents from Sports Direct. Callum's ill and Connor's sick, they ate two buckets of KFC. And the carol singers start to sing And it feels like they've lifted your eyes bow And your granny is sick into the sink That's when you know To Sunderland There's a dog in the pram Cold dippers with jam and it smells like chicken soup. What do you think of that, Andrew? It's very festive. Lovely. Did it remind you of Roy does. Wood, something like that? Roy Wood? Yeah. From the Wizards? Yeah, for no, their Christmas songs. No, that's a good song, that oh. one. Do you, what are you saying, that one well, was song? Well, it was average. Oh, thanks very much. I'll take average. How often do you make contact when you use one of them contactless cards? Do you, like, touch the reader or do you actually let it hover and do legitimate contactless? I'm a bit of a hoverer, actually. Are you? Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised at that. I thought you'd be a reader toucher. So what do you mean? Do you, you, like, actually put it against the machine? Yeah. No, I never do that. Do you not? And I'm really chuffed when I've got quite a good distance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all right. I'm surprised at that. I haven't had that to your dossier. Is not a reader toucher. Well, that was very interesting, Andrew. Do you know what I mean? I'm just building up information, Bob. It's like science, I'm isn't it? building up information. Oh, shit, he's Roy. He's Roy, Roy, Roy. Roy's coming. Are you ready? Yeah. We'll say hello to him this time, all right? All right, I was a bit shy hello, last Roy. time. Come in. Hey, Roy. Hello. Hey. Afternoon, gentlemen. Afternoon, Roy. Thank you so much for uh, coming in, Roy. Uh, no worries, it's a pleasure. So, Roy, you won at the weekend. You must be pleased. We won? What are you on about? And just Townsend whooped my bony ass. No, no but Aunt, Roy, you beat Burnley 2-0. Two nil, two nil. Uh, oh, that? No, I'm not bothered about that. I mean, it's all about Warhammer. Oh, OK. So, um, how did your Warhammer game pan out? What? What? How, how did the game pan out, your Warhammer game? Warhammer's not a game. Warhammer's an historical warfare simulation. Who are you? The Mask of Slimish? <laughs> oh, oh, Karanak, the pissy hound of vengeance? <laughs> fucking beggar's belief, really does. I'm sorry, Roy, so um, how did Andros beat you? Well, I was playing with an orc army to try and destroy Benteke and all these fucking dwarves. And that little smart-ass Townsend had predicted this. He played as a fucking chaos demon. Well, do you know, I would have thought like that orcs could destroy demons, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> it's a common misconception among Warhammer novices. Let me explain, Robert. The demon Scarbrand, previously exiled from Warhammer, is the angriest Warhammer bloodthirster ever, right? 
Okay. His stats max out at 10. He's got an S5 breath weapon and his armour can take an S4 hit. Fucking lethal. I didn't stand a chance. So well, why did you play as a demon then? Well, I was concentrating on destroying Benteke and his dwarfs have got no answer to the Warhammer orc Gorbad Ironclaw. For Christ's sake, Bob, this is Warhammer. Ironclaw could inflict D3 level multiple injuries <laughs> and his armour is impenetrable. So, hold on. So, did you beat Benteke? No, I never had a fucking chance, did I? Townsend annihilated me with a single Beasts of Nurgle attack. It was carnage. It fucking wrecked me. Do you think the attacking power of the Nurgle army could maybe, like, teach you something when it comes to selecting your palace team? What? No, not really. Well, do you think that managing an army can teach you anything about, you know, like, managing a football team? No, I don't see any crossover whatsoever. You, you don't, you know what, you don't seem to get a lot of satisfaction playing Warhammer. Well, I adore Warhammer, Bob. If I'm not playing Warhammer, I'm thinking about Warhammer. If I'm not thinking about Warhammer, I'm dreaming about Warhammer. <laughs> Do you want me to spell it out for you? Warhammer. All right, right. So what, what, do you, what is it about Warhammer that really excites you? Well, it's the old thing. The Warhammer landscapes, the Warhammer models, the Warhammer mythology, the Warhammer strategies, the Warhammer magic, the Warhammer come out of me. Apart from Ben Tech is boring prick. So what are, what are your tactics going to be for your next game then, Roy? Well, I'm going to play as a beast lord with an army of warhounds, but don't tell Townsend who will fucking rinse me senseless with the lizard king of Asgorth. Well, OK, I don't really understand, but good luck, Roy. Are you off to Games Workshop, then? Yeah, yeah, I am. I need to stock up on some paints. I've got a busy weekend plan once I get the West Ham match out of the way. I was hoping there'd be a Games Workshop in the Westfield Centre at Stratford, then I could leave the match early and avoid the crowds, but no such fucking luck. OK, well, uh, see you, right. Warhammer. Warhammer! <laughs> yeah, Warhammer. Warhammer! <laughs> there he goes. Thank you, Roy. Thanks, Roy. Bye. He likes his Warhammer, doesn't he? Warhammer. <laughs> but well, do you want to do you want to call me anything at this point? Um, you can, you've got pigeon toad creep, little shit, massive shit, shit house, cock end, fat knacker, fat shit, or creepy twat. Um, fat soft shite. Fat soft shite. Yeah. Dossier. Thank you. Oh, we've got a statement just come in on me. Um, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> on your facts. Just come in on me um, emails. It's <laughs> Harry Kane. Oh, Harry Kane. Just a, it's only a little little quick statement. He says, here it is. I would just like to make it absolutely clear that myself and Debbie are very upset by the disrespect that was shown to us by the Arsenal Peaky Gooners last week. Their new leader, Darren Ramsey, was extremely aggressive and his words and actions were very, very upsetting. Our relationship with the Peakies is at an all-time low. I will be making a full statement on the next Atletico Mints. In the meantime, here is a message for you, Darren. You are very immature and spiteful young boy, and soon you will feel our ferocious heat. End of statement. End of statement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Darren Ramsey, he's for it, isn't he? Yeah. He's a loose cannon, though, because he's leaving the Peaky Gooners in the summer. He's leaving. See, I think he has changed the atmosphere there as well. I reckon. You know. Yeah. So, um, if they're going to get aggressive, yeah. they've got Eric to contend with. You remember there's the... Um, well... Eric, Eric showed a science side of himself we hadn't seen before, didn't exactly, he? Exactly, yeah. Shushing the uh, the Arsenal fans last week. Maybe the Peakies have got under his skin, mm. you know? Been intercepting his mail, so he hasn't been getting his... What is it? Nightlife is the game they all play. Nighttime? Night fight? Night fight? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I have no idea. 
Have you got anything you want to say at this moment? Andy? Can I just thank you for the insoles you gave me before we began this this episode? Yeah, they're just they're not anti um, smell ones. Oh, are they not? They're not odour eaters. They're just comfort oh. insoles. It says here for a snug fit, simply trim to size using the printed guideline and insert in your shoe. Fabric side uppermost. That fabric's that blue stuff, Andrew. So I need to cut these myself. Yeah, or you could get an adult to cut could them for you. Could you cut them you? for me later on? I, <laughs> I could, could cut I, them I, for you. You could have asked me my size and then pre-cut them. Well, what size are you? About seven? Eight, actually. Do you reckon? Yeah, I I'm an eight. so. These I've got on now, they're in it. British man. What are you? I'm a... Um, Six. I've just bought these shoes. Six. I've just bought these shoes, so I'll tell you. Fucking slippers, them are not shoes. I've got a lot of insoles. You've got like six insoles in there. I'm a size eight. Are you? Oh, we're the same. Who'd have thought Get in. So, I was in Rules Restaurant yesterday, right? And Ooh. I got really lucky, Andrew. Did you have your new shoes on? No, but I was, it was the day I bought my new shoes. <laughs> What's a day? It, and uh, I got lucky because it was British Manager's uh, <laughs> Lunch Club Good. annual Christmas dinner. Yeah. So I got the booth next to them. You know, it's like booths at Rose. Is it? You know, like old fashioned. Yeah. So I could listen in. They're all there. You've got Big Sam, Alan Pardew, yeah. David Moyes, Tony Poulis, Steve <laughs> McLaren, yeah? Blimey. So Sam starts off. He goes, order, order. Well, our accounts for the year ending are showing a healthy profit of over nine million quid. So first up, I propose a toast to all the gullible chairmen and CEOs who have made this a bumper year. (laughs) (laughs) And they all say, money, 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 money. (laughs) And lick the lunch club badges that they've got on the lapels, Andrew. (laughs) All right. Now, as it's Christmas, I've ordered a whole deep fried otter served with crispy barn owl testes and... (laughs) And piri piri cow's liver. Mm. And they all shout, otter, 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 and lick the badges. So, Sam, so let's have your end of year statements, lads. You first, Alan Pardew. Yeah, great year. Really proud of the hard work other people put in for me. Um, I've extended my ranch style villa to include a gym, steam room, and an Alan Pardew themed brasserie and tie museum. Also, opened my first Alan Pardew themed hair salon and launched my new range of Alan Pardew cufflinks. Finished writing my first novel about a handsome Swedish detective called Alun Pardew. 
currently in negotiations with a well-known line online fashion house to stock my new range of A-line slacks called Padus. I'm very, very insipid about all of this. <laughs> Sam, sounds like one hell of a year! <laughs> <laughs> Here, 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 they all lick their badges. What about you, David? David Miles. Hey, all you know, it's been kind of year. I've bought a jet, a couple of houses in Florida, and a shell suit factory. Five new kitchens for the wife, and an equestrian centre just for the lols. I'm currently writing a book about constipation and mindfulness. Oh, again, sounds like one hell of a year. What about you, Polis? Poolis, Tony Poolis. Whoa. Is he He's Welsh a bit Adam Lallana, isn't he? A bit, a bit Bristol, isn't he? Are you, but, but like, you might well, as well. <laughs> While you're you, down there. Well, you say that, and I'd be the first and I'd last not to listen if I was just... No, he's a quiet... You know, he's a bit sort of... Yeah, everything's all right, lads. You know, just... Uh, I'll cut this bit out. <laughs> what, what, is, <laughs> he, is he Welsh? Yeah, I think he is. What's well, well, say that. Well, you say, you say that. Well, you say He's that. He's your team's manager. And I'd be the first and the last not to. No, this isn't Polis. Do you want to do Polis? I'm not doing Polis. I, I, I could do Polis like this. Well, I, well, you say that, and I'd be the first and the last not to listen if I, it was just a case of making these things go away. You know, listen, I've got January to mop up a load of shite from West Brom and Stoke. <laughs> Give it two months after that, we'll be 12th, and I'll be out on my arse with a payout that'll make your bollocks rotate. <laughs> Could be a hell of a year. Sam, Steve McLaren, what about your, you lad? What's your plan? Oh, th- thanks, Sam. <laughs> well, oh, oh. <laughs> He's turning the Duncan Novel. <laughs> well, I've let me snake Casper take over the coaching, you know, so I can concentrate on manufacturing me fun and laughter chocolate bars. It's nutty shite in a chocolate cuddle. Unfortunately, team's doing better under Casper's supervision. But don't worry, I'm going to take over again in January and you just watch us drop that shit in the downpipe. <laughs> Lovely, sounds like a plan. Right, one final Christmas surprise for you. I'd like to introduce to you a new member of the BMLC. Recently sacked for a superbly executed destroy and exit and paid off with a bumper sack of cash, it's Mr Mark Hughes. In comes Mark Hughes and places a sack of cash on the table. <laughs> All money, 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 money. A few words, Mark. So Mark stands up to speak. That's Peter Beasley. He Welsh. He's like, oh, you know, and it's all right. And the worst of the time, and you know, this will be all right, like really. I can't say anything other than that, really. Like, so what he's saying is that that's two and a half million quid. Christmas lunch is on him. Come on, let's get stuck into this otter. Bags are the arse end. They all go arse, 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 and tuck in to their deep fried otter. Well, that didn't feel uh, very entertaining, but I can only report things as they happen, Andrew. I enjoyed it. Oh, well, thank you very much. Was all right. Been mm-hmm. watching telly, Andy. Have I been watching telly? Have you been watching your telly? I haven't been watching very much. I tell you, what, I've, I've seen some football-y type stuff. Yeah. I could mention uh, there was a documentary two-parter on ITV4 last week called Out of Their Skin, which was about racism in football. Very serious subject. 
uh, presented by Ian Wright. It was very good, yeah. very informative. And where might we watch that? Uh, that'll be on the ITV Player or the Hub, whatever it's called. Okay. And the other thing I'm going to recommend is coming up next week. It's yeah. not out yet. It's uh, Netflix, and it's called Sunderland Till I Die. Nice. Eight-part documentary series about Sunderland's season uh, 2017-2018, which was, incidentally, the worst season in our entire history. Really, and the cameras, history. yeah, the cameras were behind the scenes for all of that, and I was at the, uh, I was at screening of the first episode the other night. It's good, yeah. It's no, really it sounds good. like it could do, be terrific. Do you remember Premier Passions from twenty years or so ago when Peter Reid was the oh, behind yes, the scenes, the BBC one yeah. thing? Yeah, it's pretty much like that again. Yeah, yeah, you know, they talk to a lot of fans. There's a lot of like local stuff and um, behind the scenes with the squad and the management. Well, that should be um, uh, excellent. A lot of passion knocking about. That neck of the woods, that year. There's all sorts going on in Sunderland. Starts with some fighting in the streets. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I watched Forged in Fire. Did you? What did you think? Oh, I quite enjoy it. It's got a certain sort of appeal to it. <laughs> it's it, catchy, isn't it? It's like, oh, I better... You know, it's the tests at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Let's face it, it's yeah. all about testing the knives. Yeah. But who'd have thought testing cutlery mm. could be so fascinating? They'll put out on telly these days. And I see that there's a load of spin-off shows as well. It's obviously been a big success. I, I'm going to. I've recommended it before, Andy, but I noticed that Dead and Mommy Dearest, the Gypsy Rose story, is on yeah. is on um, Sky Atlantic at the moment. So I presume it's on their hub. Is, is that or a, is that a film or one-off? Is That's it? a hour and a half documentary on the right. um, the case of Gypsy Rose, which I kind of don't want to say too much about it because it'll give away. You, you, it's very difficult not to give it away. It's a right. crime. Right. An extraordinary crime that right. happened, and it's an interview with the victim. I'm going to watch that. I'll hopefully I'll get some time off over Christmas from, from the things I do, and I'll watch that then. Well, what do you do over Christmas? Well, nothing over Christmas. You just, usually, you know, digging. Yeah, you know, you just fucking sit there eating, I know. you Because you're obsessed with celebrations and little tiny chocolate bars, aren't you? Not obsessed. Yeah, you are. You're one of those old... you keen interest. You've got a very... That's nicely put. You've got a keen interest. I've got a keen interest in the fluctuating price of them. Which is best quality straight or roses? Uh, quality straight. I think it is better, isn't it? Yeah, but you know what? I've, we, we got a tub of the Sainsbury's own brand. Yeah. And they're like quality straight, just as good, but cheaper. Oh, but cheaper, he says. Yeah. Fucking quid, quid cheaper. Hey, and uh, did you see Vic and Bob's big night out? Vic Reeves and Bob Mortman's big night out no, what's on that? BBC Four. Oh, it's terrific. Never heard of it. Two, like, they're sort of middle-aged, mid-40s or whatever. Good-looking lads. Oh, at my age, then. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good-looking lads. Yeah. You know, very entertaining, singing, right, they, dancing. All oh, right, like, like what? Like, High-energy entertainment, I'd have like to Like Britain's Got it. Talent, so would, they, would they get on there, would they? I don't think they're that good, no. No. But they'd get their own BBC Four. <laughs> Instead of one of the main channels. No, I've not heard of it. It sounds all right, though. I might, might have a look at it. Have you ever noticed? Yeah. Have you ever noticed? Have you? Have you, though? I mean, have you actually ever noticed that you never check to see if there's any bog roll before you have a dump? So you end up having to scrape at it with your brass hand. Have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed, have you, have you though, have you, that at Christmas they put an extra couple of bob on Pearson's brass and oil, knowing that it's a festive essential? Oh, ah-hoo, ah-hoo, ah Bit of observation comedy there, Andrew. Oh, oh, the, the guru's just coming. I didn't even see the door move. He must have slipped under oh. the door like some kind of gas movie. Yeah. Like, Hello, guru. Hello, guru. The guru is near you. 
Please adopt the position of physical and emotional equilibrium. Hey, man, just fucking relax, eh? Who said that? How how are you, uh, your seven chakras, Robert? Are they all open and flowing freely? I hope so. I think so, yeah. Yes? Got all your Christmas shopping done? Oh, no, I haven't, actually. Doing no. anything nice for Christmas? No, just family Christmas. How are relations with your neighbours, Chris and Karen? Well, I don't I don't speak to them, so uh, they're fine. It might be uh, nice to have them round for drinks and maybe some nibbles over the festive period. No, it's a good thought, yeah. Good, good for your karma. Yeah. Hmm. Look, how, how are your waterworks, Robert? Everything flowing freely there as well? Um, a, a, a little bit stingy, you know. Uh, bit. Oh, that's, that's good to know, actually, yeah. The constant source of reassurance to me, knowing about your... <laughs> So is that why you're not going to have Chris and Karen round, then? Because of the stinging? Is that why you won't ask them round? Well, I, I've never asked them round, Goro. It's it's not something that I've done in the last 10, 14 years, you know. Maybe you should think about it, then. Well, you might have a point, Goro. your chakra. Yeah. Open myself out to the community a yeah, bit more. Yeah. That's, that's all for now, But Thank you for opening a window into your soul for my perusal. The guru is now retreating from you. Shit. Shit, and he's evaporated. Gone. Fucking wow. Hell. Like a gas. Did you hear, manage to hear what he said? I noticed you were a little bit like, as it, I, don't, I hate to use a word. I was on before and I wasn't really paying attention. All oh, right. Something about chakra? Yeah, he's, he's advised me, me guru. Yeah. He advised me that maybe I should reach out a bit to the community. You know? What, Chris and Karen? Well, yeah, Chris and Karen if need be. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. <laughs> Oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't know uh, whether you have ever noticed, but there's, like, you know, a real beauty all around us. And if you just take the time to look, you know, and have a, a good stare around, like... You know... For example, you know, the grass verge, like, you know, between the pavement and the road, like, you can often spot, like, a little solid, solitary buttercup, you know, sort of trying to make a life for itself all on its own, you know, or a bright foil wrapper, like, from a chocolate bar. Yummy, yummy, that was lovely, that bar, the child might have said, as he got a nice chocolatey hit from his boost bar or something. A pigeon, you know, like sat on a telephone wire chirping away, sort of like, my shoes hurt, my shoes hurt. You know, he probably, I'm only imagining it like, but he might be hoping, you know, that a uh, uh, pigeon cobbler might pass by and ease his troubles. You just have, you know, to know how to look to savour these things, really. Dog dirt. So, <clears throat> but the other day, like, I, I was hiding in the downstairs broom cupboard because the wife had got the right fat on about a new doctor, you know. Apparently, he was very 
very rough when you inserted the, the pipe that drains her leg juices, you know. She reckons that the training probably wasn't as good in his country, like. I mean, who knows? It ain't definitely a no comment from me in that respect. <laughs> so I was looking at me face in the mirror and after a few moments, me face sort of, like, changed, you know, to my face when I was just a young lad, like, and I had my whole night life ahead of me and I had a big warm grin on my face, you know, and my eyes were all sparkly and bright. I know you're hiding in there, you fucking sneaky bastard. <laughs> Open up this door, I'll fucking lump you. From here to fucking here to fucking Provence. Having you on it fucking best. So, oh, I thought, dear, ooh, whoops, I'd better open the door, you know. Hello, love. I was just pushing a, a tow carriage to Roka. Is, is there something I can help you with, my darling? Don't you fucking turn the charm on with me, you fucking doyle. I'm waiting for me doctor's day double-decker scrambled in Porchy Tower. All right, love. I'll get on straight away, my precious darling from heaven. <laughs> What's with the fucking fancy talk? You'll see an educated bird behind my back, you little fucking midnight creeper. Oh, don't me daft, love. Who would ever have me with these dozy haircuts you make me have? <laughs> oh, that's a fucking good point, like... You do look like an Albanian fucking cobbler. Now, where's my fucking tower of oval power? And make sure where the porches are very fucking ruddy. So I did her a doctor's day double-decker and she ate it on the sofa while watching UK Borderfuss. <laughs> Peter! Stand by the sofa. Oh, God, what, what am I in trouble, like? No, you're not. Yeah, good luck, Peter. <laughs> Those porches were shit hot. Totally and thoroughly shit hot. Now, listen. On the way back from the doctors, I burped a slug up on your sleeve of your... Puffage, puffer jacket. You'd better go and wash it off before it fucking hardens. Um, okay, well, thank you for telling me, you know. So I went back into the bathroom and watched the sleeve of me puffer puffer jacket, you know. And as I did so, I stared into the mirror again, but I couldn't see the young Peter anymore, you know. Anyway, Bob, I'll tell you a couple of jokes, you know, from me joke book. Did you hear about the two blokes uh, who stole a calendar? They each got six months. Uh, just a daft one, that like. So, a woman gets on a bus, you know, on the bus with her baby, like, and the driver says... Jesus wept, that's the ugliest baby that I've ever seen. 
So she is very upset and when she sits down she tells the lady next to her and the lady says, you, you should not take that, you know, go and rip him a strip like, go on, I'll hold your monkey for you. <laughs> So I was walking down the street the other day, like, you know, and uh, I broke through a pack of butter, a pint of milk and a lump of cheese at me. How dare he? Dare he, you know. So I'm off now, like, uh, go and start me neighbour's new downpipe for a bit, so I'll say you, Bob. Nice. He didn't sing one pit of beetle at the end. Oh, right. The man. The right. Probably do it next time. Well, I've got to go. If you want me to cut them insoles for you. If you could do that on your way out. I'll do that before that'd be, I go. That would be nice if you could do that on your way out. Hey, before you go, do you reckon Lloyd Cole and the commotions have still got perfect skin, Bob? Um, I mean, it was 1984 and they're all a lot older now, so that, you know their skin's going to be showing signs of ageing, wrinkles, bit of leathering. Few crack veins that aren't immediately noticeable to the naked eye, you know, what sort of thing that causes a man consternation. Well, you know, the problem is, is I think the actual lyrics were she's got. And what about the commotions themselves? Skin. I mean, I can't imagine they're still causing a commotion much these days because they're all older men. They probably just like to stay in and watch the telly, like, like mm. me and you. Yeah, well, I can't answer any of these. Uh, How about the spinners? Questions. Do you think they're still spinning? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can talk about that next time. See ya, Andrew. Bye. Maybe if you've reached out to Chris and Karen a bit more, you might know what they were called. Just saying. Make me feel rotten. Mm. I bet you don't know how to do with your neighbours. No comment. Witness history at Roland Garros, where old rivalries meet new talent on the clay battleground. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled access as the world's top players in tennis face off to see if the veterans maintain their dominance or if a fresh face rises to challenge them. Daily live coverage of the French Open begins Monday, May 20th. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.